Welcome to Childhood Conversations with Kate and Carrie. Welcome back. We are so excited to have you all join us today as we start 2023. All right. Okay. Well, <laughs> things people do at the beginning of the year. Um, maybe people made New Year's Eve resolutions and wrote them on a piece of paper and then stuck them behind a picture so that they don't have to look at them again until next year. <laughs> that's what I used to do. That's what I used to do. Um, You know, I have a hard time even telling people when I have a goal because, you know, then they don't have to bug me about, am I going to work on it? So um, maybe there's, there's something about just how we have all interpreted that new year's resolution or even the goal or, um, you know, Oh, I want to lose 10 pounds. And then everybody bugs you when you grab that candy bar. Cause you know, is that really going to help you lose 10 pounds? Well, I mean, if it's a Twix bar, then yes. <laughs> Twix bars help with everything. <laughs> so today we're going to talk a little bit about goal setting. We're going to talk about um, having some sort of inspiration behind your year. And I know that we all have probably a Pinterest or um, maybe something that we follow on some sort of social media. So it could be a person or a group. Um, I've seen calendars, uh, t-shirts of the month, socks of the month. Everybody has their version of something that gets them a little bit inspired. And so, Carrie, one of the things I heard you say, and I know I have a friend who even does necklaces and and, uh, journals, different kinds of things, and it's the word of the year. So talk to me a little bit about how you use or have used, maybe you're going to use, the word of the year and um, how maybe a director could use the word of the year with themselves, their program, maybe even their own business philosophy. Yeah. I have a hard time with word of the year because I don't know if anybody can tell, but I, I like to talk and one word is not very much talking. Um, So I like phrases and I'm recycling one from earlier in my life, which is Progress, not perfection. That's the phrase that I'm going to be going for this year. But it's something, whether it's a word or a phrase, that can just be a touchstone so that when you see a shiny object, (laughs) you can go, is that in alignment with my word of the year, which say is excellence or progress or follow through? Uh, you know, there have definitely been years when follow through should have been my word of the year. Um, and so you just have that word and you have it tattooed on your forehead, not physically, like <laughs> um, virtually tattooed on your forehead. For some people who are very visual learners, literally having it up in their workspace helps a lot. That was Ted Lasso's belief, Right. Um, Because he put believe up uh, in the in the gym in Ted Lasso. I can't wait for the next season of Ted Lasso. I'm very excited. Uh, (laughs) So when people have, you know, these crazy little books that have sayings on them or, um, you know, those inspirational posters, vision boards. Is that that same kind of, okay. Yeah. Um, And I love journals that have prompts. I don't like a prompt every day. (laughs) Um, My favorite one, um, it's once a week. 
once a week, it asks me things. And then once a month, it's like, Hey, let's, let's go over what were, what were those goals you said you had? (laughs) Um, so once a month, I have to rewrite out my goals once a week. I, um, re I'm like, it asks me what my focus for the week is and how that feeds into my goals. (laughs) So once a week, they ask, the journal asks me questions or once every seven pages. Um, so sometimes it's more like four days because <laughs> I write a lot on um, some weeks. Other weeks, it might be, you know, 10 days. It's designed to be once a week. <laughs> um, and it's reminding you what it was you said you were going to work on. What is the direction you're going? Um, in our book, we talk about a budget is nothing but a map to get where you're going, right? If you say you want to get to Reno and you're driving from here, from my house, I would be driving north and west. But if I get distracted by a sign that says Rocky Mash- Rocky Mountain National Park, it's not, I'm not going the right way. <laughs> and I'll, you know, want to spend a week there but I need to keep going north. I can't stop in Colorado. <laughs> I got to keep going. And this happens all the time to us as directors because, um, you know, something happens like everybody who accepts CCS in the state of Texas has to get Texas Rising Star before the end of 2023. And people are like, yeah, 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 I'm going to do that. So in January, a whole bunch of people, I'm sure were like, we're going to get on that. And then we have the January enrollment surge. (laughs) And then we get everybody settled in in February. And then, oh, it's spring break. And then, okay, everybody gets settled back in after spring. Oh, Easter. Oh, oh, oh. And there's all these things. And all of a sudden you're in August and you're like, oh my God, I've done nothing to get ready for Texas Rising Star. (laughs) So Having that word of the year or phrase of the year or having goals that somehow you've created in your environment a way for you to be reminded of that word, that phrase, or that goal, I think is really important. What are some ways that work for you or have worked at different points in your (laughs) life, right? Because what worked last year might not work this year. Well, you know, I think that's a great, um, a great viewpoint. Okay. So Um, I definitely have had um, several years uh, that there was no goal. There was no word. And a couple of years ago, I decided I was going to have one uh, and that backfired. And um, it left a bitter taste in my mouth because nothing about my year went the way I had planned it to go. Um, And then last year was definitely a year where nothing went the way I had planned. And so I go into 2023 with some uh, definite, um, I don't want to say reservation, (laughs) However, there's definitely some reservation. Uh, However, uh, reservation in a good way, because I have uh, come to the end of 2022 with, although uh, definitely um, hitting some bumps, um, the bumps could be worse and definitely some, some hills. So some hills that are going on the upswing 
and um, you know everything that goes up must have a at least a little dip. And so I'm excited about uh, setting some goals for 2023. So I am absolutely that end of the year person going, oh, it is time to set some goals. So I am doing it at the end of the year. So I am not planning to wait until the beginning of 2023. So if you are listening to this podcast, know that it is not too late. It is actually never too late to set a goal. So I don't care if you are listening to this podcast as a best of 2023. So, you know, think of it as uh, something that maybe we're going to do an episode in December of 2023. That is the best of 2023. And we're going to start with the first episode. And so it's okay, because even if you are listening to this episode uh, sometime other than the week we released it, it's okay because it is never too late for you to set a goal for 2023. So those goals can be personal or professional, or they can be all of the above. So I have set some education goals for myself. I want to continue to um, continue to learn both in the field of early childhood and leadership skills, as well as continue to uh, do some business development. Um, And I'm excited to continue to grow personally and professionally uh, in that way. And I want to learn some new hobbies. Not really sure what those are. I haven't gotten that 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 defined yet, but I know I want to learn some new hobbies in 2023. And so I'm excited about that. Uh, I have some financial goals uh, for myself for 2023. And you know what? I'm pretty sure that you can do them too, because my financial goals are not that big. Uh, Basically, I made them really easy for myself because I thought, you know what? This year wasn't too bad. I bet if next year, if all I thought about was doing 10% more than I did this year, that seems like that's realistic. So that's the equivalent of a dime more for every dollar that I did this year. That seems like something that, how could that be difficult? (laughs) It's like, you know, yes, when I do the math, it's a little more than a dime. (laughs) In my head, that 10% was a dime. (laughs) And so that seems like it was a number that wasn't going to freak me out. So, okay. So this is not a year that you're doing big, fat, hairy, audacious goals. No, because although the goals themselves are pretty big, if you actually do the math (laughs) Um, and they're pretty big compared to everything that's happened in the last 22 years, they're actually fairly significant. Um, I am not thinking of them that way. I'm thinking of them as for me compared to where I am right now, they really aren't because they really are just progressive where I've been uh, in the last quarter of 2022. Okay. So our directors don't have to set the big, fat, hairy, audacious goal. They can set one that is, okay, over the course of the year, I had an average of three openings per month. I want to take that down to an average of two openings a month. Mm -hmm. So yes, you might want to be like, I don't want to have any openings and I want to open another building. Okay, that'd be a big, hairy, audacious goal, but it can also be, let's get it down from three openings to two openings. It can be either way. And I know some people don't like goal setting because, 
And this is a phrase, this is something I heard from my husband, which is he doesn't like to set goals because he hates failure. Um, so I want to talk a little bit about the mindset about, is it failure if you set the goal to take it from three on the average month to two on the average month, and now you've gotten it to 2.5 instead of three, is that a failure? So I think that, and and I kind of joked at this a little bit with the whole Twix bar earlier. And a lot of this comes back to how the people in our life respond to those goals and how people respond to those vision boards or the signs. Because unfortunately, we have people in our life who poke at us and it's not, some of us don't handle it well. <laughs> and, you know, I, I have to have done something for six to eight months before I actually tell people I did it. Like when I gave up coffee and caffeine, um, I was about eight months in before I actually told anybody that I did it. And now I can have a cup of coffee every once in a while. And I don't feel bad about it where if I had had a cup of coffee, you know, at two months, I feel like people would have given me a really hard time about having coffee at two months <laughs> because I think there would have been a, well, I thought you were giving that up, you know, um, and I don't really know how to describe it. So maybe you can help me with that a little bit. But I think there is something about our culture as a whole about um, yeah. we tease people, we nag people, we give people a hard time, we, we poke fun at them because we're insecure about our own lack of our own fear of failure. Like we're afraid that we couldn't do it. We're jealous that they're even trying. And instead of trying to lift them up and be their cheerleader, we we poke fun at them. We are not very nice to them. And so chances are, if you put up your big audacious goal about wanting three centers above your desk, you're going to have a staff person, a parent, a significant other, a family member who's going to laugh at you and go, you're never going to do that. That's not something you can do. Yeah. And, and I think that's true. And that's why I said, if you're a visual person, you need to find a place to put it in your environment. That doesn't mean it has to be 12 feet tall in your front lobby. If you've got negative Nellies in your environment, make it something that can be like your bookmark in your journal or your bookmark in your paper planner, if you're a paper planner or um, not your lock screen on your phone, but your open screen on your phone, because those are two different things on a lot of phones. So the lock screen is, you know, a beautiful picture of your family, right? That's your lock screen. But when you open your phone to do something with it, you get the image that is your dream. Or maybe you have a notebook where you keep something and every day I want you, if you're a visual person, <laughs> I want you to open that up once a day and look at that vision board, that poster, that, that little card, um, I have a pile of little phrases that work for me to encourage me when I'm having a bad day. Like, um, let's see, a strong woman stands up for herself. A stronger woman stands up for someone else, you know? And I just have a pile of these that when I'm having a bad day, these are my pick-me-ups. They're mm -hmm. not 
posted all around the office. They're in a pile on my desk. So when I'm having a day, I go, which of these resonates with me today? Giving yourself encouragement, building that into your physical environment. And I think Kate's right that sometimes we make an announcement of a goal and other people think it's their job to protect us by telling us that that's a stupid goal. Or they become the police. Yep. So either they become, you know, the sheriff trying to run, you know, run roughshod over you whenever you step out of line because you said you were going to exercise every day and you woke up today, which I don't say I'm going to exercise every day. I have a number of days in the week, but today was going to be a day, had all my exercise clothes laid out. Um, woke up in time for my morning walk. And as I was getting out of bed, I heard the sound of a thunderstorm and I went, the weather did not consult me. (laughs) (laughs) But if you have somebody in your life, who's that sheriff kind of person, right? They'd be like, well, you could go to the gym. Yeah, I could, but that wasn't what was in my head when I went to sleep last night. What was in my head when I went to sleep last night was a specific walk I was going to go on, the specific thing I was going to listen to in my ears as I went on that walk. It is very different to walk on a treadmill at a gym than to go for a walk in nature. So I chose to not go on a walk today. And I was lucky um, that I communicated well enough with my spouse that there was no, well, go to the gym. There was a, okay, well, um, let me know if you want to go for a walk together tonight because my spouse is a nighttime exerciser. Don't understand it. I'm a morning exerciser. <laughs> so we don't freak, we frequently don't exercise together, but I will sometimes go with the, uh, my spouse on an evening walk. So they left the door open for me to do something different. It's important to have some conversations with those people who can impact your ability to stay on target with that word of the year, phrase of the year, or basic goals for the year. And you may have a parent, uh, a sibling, a best friend, some, you know, a, a good buddy who like, who thinks they're being supportive, <laughs> but what it feels like to you is that they're poking you or they're letting the wind out of your sails. And so you can decide whether you tell that person your word of the year, your phrase of the year, your big goals, or whether you tell it to them and say, here's the support I could use from you. So if you've got that person who's poking you or taking the wind out of your sails, say, here's the help that I could use from you. If you see, say say the thing was you were wanting to have fewer fried foods, If you see a recipe for something you think I would really like to eat that's not fried, can you send me those recipes? And that way they have something to do. They can feel like they're supporting you and that they're being impactful. And it's a way that will actually help you because it's hard to set a boundary with that spouse, parent, sibling, good buddy with, please do not talk to me about this because they're like, but I want to help. <laughs> and they don't get that the way they want to help is not helpful. Right. Right. So right. instead going, here's the, th- here's your task. <laughs> Should you choose to help me? Here's the task you can do. And then they're like, great. 
because maybe they're a deeds of service person and they have to do things for you in order to feel invested in your life. So give them deeds to do. I think that's a great, but what if it's your staff, Kate? What if your staff is the poker? Well, you know, (laughs) I still think you did a great, I think you gave a great example. And I think there's a couple of final pieces for us to think about as we wrap up this episode. So as, as the director, you get to decide what is the aspect of your personal professional goals you're going to share with your staff. So again, not everything you do has to be known to everybody you work with, everybody you do things with. So if there is a small piece that you want to share with them, that's great because then they get to connect with you. And it could just be something like your goal is to, I don't know, maybe just spend less time at work. Okay. Maybe your time is to, you know, you want to get, you know, 30 minutes back each week where you're at work 30 minutes less each week. Now let's think that through. That is six minutes a day. Okay. I think that's a great thing to get your staff to like get your help with. Okay. Cause you know what? I don't know. Like we could do the math on that. That seems like that's pretty easy. What is a half an hour each week? So that's 26 hours, 26 hours a year. Yeah. So, you know, your goal is to get 26 hours back a year. And that seems like something that would be really doable for your staff to help you with. And what you're asking for is to be able to not have to stay, to not have to be the the person who closes every day. And you just ask your staff to help you with that. And so be very clear with whoever is the closing staff, what that means to you. Uh, Maybe that means that when you do your final round at 5.30, you're doing the final round at 5.30 and by 5.45, you are walking to your car to leave. And so that if a teacher sees a parent try to hijack you, hijack you in the parking lot, these three teachers know that their job is to intercede. <laughs> this teacher knows their job is to intercede any teachers that try to hijack you. And they just know that they have a role and their role is to protect your last six minutes of the day. And it's something that simple and you figure out how to start to guard your time. And I think that if you can get your staff to understand how important that last six minutes is to you, because if you get to leave every day, knowing you weren't the last person that gives you a whole different level of a sense of peace to know that you were able to leave and let somebody else be in charge for 10 minutes. Somebody else got to close the building. You delegated enough to let somebody else be in charge. You got that time in the car to calm down, to regain yourself, to get yourself in the headspace so that when you're home, you get to be with your family. You get to be with yourself. You get to go do something fun. You get to go home and and have some fun, have a good meal. You get to go home and, and maybe play trivia. You get to go find your hobby. Okay. This is an opportunity for you get to be you. So figure out what's going to work for you as far as having that at least weekly reminder of your phrase or word of the year or your, I'm going to say two to five goals. Please don't make 14. You can't ride 14 horses at once. 
you can ride one horse at a time. <laughs> so if you've got five, we can rotate during, you know, different weeks, different horses, but you can't ride that many horses at once. Don't try to have 14 different goals for the year. It's, it's too many and write it down or make a vision board or make a poster or make a bookmark you have, or put it as something that you check on once a week in your journal or your planner, make some sort of routine way that you reconnect with that forward direction for the year. Okay. So I hope this has been helpful to you guys. If it has, please share the show. Um, we're also um, trying to get some reviews on Apple Podcasts. So if you could go into Apple Podcast and write a review, that would really help to grow our uh, audience to help other people know that we exist. We're here, I promise. Um, we, we lost what we had when we changed the name of our podcast. So if you could go write a review, that would be really, really helpful. And we'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to Childcare Conversations with Kate and Carrie. Want to learn more? Check out our website at texasdirector.org. And if you've learned anything today, leave us a comment below and share the show.